Hello, everyone. Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash the Onyx Path, uh, where tonight we are gathering for Scarland's Sins of Shalzar, Season 3, Episode 12, Festering. Uh, we are shy a couple of players today, but that's okay. I have permission to drive for them. Uh, so if they uh, if they die, they die. Um, no, they'll be fine. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, but before uh, we go imperiling anyone, a couple things that I wanted to uh, let everyone know about. Uh, first up, our new release this week is uh, Tome of the Pentacle for um, Mage the Awakening. Uh, it's a, a new book that's available in advanced PDF. Uh, it's got a timeline of the Pentacle Orders from prehistory to modern day, uh, an examination of the modern Pentacle Orders worldwide and cities across the globe with story hooks and mysteries you can use in your game. Uh, a, a full-fledged New York City setting for Mage Chronicle and just a bunch of other good goodies. So uh, if you're into Mage the Awakening, uh, head over and pick that up over at DriveThruRPG and Advanced PDF. Um, also want to remind everyone that the last Friday of each month is Onyx Path Game Night. Uh, this month we are focusing on... Uh, they came from, but you can uh, certainly are welcome to play any of any Onyx Path games as part of the event. Uh, and I've just thrown the link in chat there for where you can go and sign up if you would like to run or play uh, games uh, as part of that event. Um, when last our adventurers got together, they were in the city of Holocaust. They had sort of asked around... Um, Trying to procure a guide uh, to get across the festering fields uh, and to uh, the city of, well, the uh, library of Lokiel, the ruins of the city of Lokiel. Um, in addition uh, to looking for that guide, uh, Ithrin had gone to the Temple of Madriel uh, to pray for a way out of this horrible fate that awaits her and was basically told uh, that Madriel was not going to get in the way of uh, Ithrin's consequences. Um, <laughs> so uh, the search for a way out continues. Um, I believe that uh, sums up pretty well where we parked, yes. Uh, I know that... Um, Charlong had acquired sufficient supplies to uh, cast several instances of teleportation circle um, and to facilitate going back and forth uh, between the layer and wherever you currently are traveling. Um, is there anything else that, uh, that I missed or that anyone wants to address or ask a question about before we dive into tonight's tale? Ready to go. Rock and roll. All right. Uh, so you all uh, have made your way to the address you were given for Brisnava, the uh, guide who is reputed to be able to take you across the festering fields. She's apparently a necromancer of... Yes. I was going to say, before we even head there, do we even need to still head there if Ithrin ended up getting the audience she needed that we thought we needed to go here to get? 
Shalong would be like, that... we were going here to go to the portal, of, try try to get access to the portal of the plane so that you could speak with Madriel, but if you were able to commune with Madriel anyway, is there reason right. to still travel to this, uh, this place? Either way, I gotta run back to the, the shop. I'm going to call it the uh, shop. I, <laughs> I remember there being something else. So if I recall correctly, your lines of reasoning were that at Lokiel, you can do research and see if there's a way to avoid this. But uh, because it's one of the most uh, well-stocked libraries in all of Gelsbed. Uh, the other option is uh, there is a temple to uh, Hadrata there. And... Um, the orrery of the plains is there, so if you want to try to travel to a different plane, uh, that would also be an option. <laughs> that's that's one way to escape her. Uh, okay, yeah. So it seems like we have the best options in Lokiel, so I'm in favor of going there. All right. Does anybody else have any uh, objection to that? All right. Uh, Charlotte, go ahead and drop your two uh, spell slots for teleportation circle. And the rest of you uh, will all benefit from a long rest. Um. You arrive at the cottage uh, of Brisnava, the guide you're given the address to. Um, she's human, uh, dark hair, uh, kind of pulled up in, in a, a bun. Uh, she's wearing gray robes over leather armor. Uh, she says, I'm happy to provide you passage and uh, guidance through the festering fields. Uh, and I will certainly do my best to keep you safe. But this time of year, I must warn you, is dangerous. Um, we could be in for quite a distressing voyage, even with my considerable power at our disposal. How often have you made this journey? Oh, I, I make the journey several times a year, uh, just rarely during this season. But I leave it at your discretion. Uh, my fee is uh, 50 gold per day plus expenses. It's like a three-day uh, travel usually, right, Travis? Yep. But like the uh, fee will make it a little longer probably. What expenses are you anticipating? 
in the event that I need to expend any spell components, for example. Okay. This seems reasonable. I know it's dangerous, but we're on a bit of a time crunch. Indeed. Then I suggest we may make haste, unless there's anything else that you need to do before we leave Halifax. I am ready to go right now. Excellent. Uh, you all gather your belongings and head out. Um, the first day or so of travel um, is comparatively mild. When you get outside the walls of Hollow Faust, you need to go down a rather lengthy uh, incline road down the side of the mountain, basically. Um, and that eats up a, a couple of hours uh, of, of your travel. Uh, when you get to the base of the mountains, there's plant life. Um, possibly a surprising amount given the types of arts that uh, they practice in Hollow Faust, but um, nevertheless, there is, you know, some trees, some grasses, uh, shrubs, things like that. But as you travel deeper into the festering fields, these become less frequent. Um, you make it well into nightfall. Uh, before your guide turns to you and says, I think, I think this is probably the best place we have uh, to, to set up camp. Um, we're going to want to rest for the night. The journey could be fairly dangerous tomorrow. We're camping up here. I'm going to cast, if we're all getting... Uh, Sorry, if we're all gonna uh, set up camp here for the night, I'm gonna cast uh, the spell that I just learned. Um, uh, magnificent, magnificent mansion. Oh, okay. Um, Bruce Nevis says, "Oh, I didn't realize we were traveling in that kind of style." Um, and you I like all... to be comfortable step into the magnificent mansion and are certainly comfortable um it's shaped like a giant like uh <clears throat> like turtle shell <laughs> very curved like architecture nice um it's very big it's like enough room for plenty of people um and all the little like ghostly servants are like other little like turtles i dig it cool that's awesome I try not to look too impressed. <laughs> I'll just point to like a big room in like the center. That's like my room. I'm just like, I just, uh, you're welcome to go anywhere you want. Uh, that one is just mine. So I'd appreciate you just go and enter that room. Why would you say that? Like, you know that that's the temptation of going into that room. Have you learned nothing <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> that's... That's D and D, baby. <laughs> You're gonna make some choices. <laughs> Valid. 
Um, so is anyone doing anything in particular during that for first press? There's also like, you know, whatever food you would ever want is here. There's enough to feed, I think like 90 people, like a nine course meal. So awesome. go, go ahead. I'm going to be bulking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Excellent. Um, you eat, you drink, you rest. Uh, next morning uh, rolls around. Everyone is well rested. You have no um, you know, watch to maintain. And everyone sleeps surprisingly peacefully given the environment and given the sort of weight that is on your shoulders at the moment. Um, but you do rise the, the following morning. Uh, Charlong, are you going to go like first thing in the morning? You're uh, muted. Yes, probably. Okay. If it's possible to teleport circle into and out of this mansion, I'd probably even do it in the lobby of the mansion. Uh, I believe... I, I don't believe you'd be able to teleport into or out of it because it's is uh, it extra with, planar or because it's extra planar, yeah. It's enough. Yeah. All right. Then yeah. Okay. It's in a pocket dimension. So that will eat a little bit of time off of your morning travels. Um what is the cast time? Well, you gotta do it as a ritual, so for the Right, so it's ten minutes plus the spells level. Yeah. Which is five. It's not so bad. So it takes me a minute to get there and then 15 minutes to get back. We eat a nice breakfast. Excellent. Uh, you continue along your way. Um, little afternoon on the second day of travel. You come along and there's kind of a a, a pass and then a ridge that... that moves upward kind of everyone able to see the map okay uh for some reason mm -hmm. i'm still on the end yeah me too are you yeah, me too um, all right let's see if this fixes it there we go there we go there mm. we go some future dead people over there excellent <laughs> Uh, That's one way to describe them. Yeah, you can see, like, so this area here where you're standing is uh, probably about 40 feet down from the top lip here. Uh, and there is a easily climbable section of rock. Um, and Brisnava sort of signals that that's the direction to go. Uh why don't all of you go ahead and give me just a um, perception? Or what are your passive perception scores? Uh, 15. 11. Uh, nine. <laughs> 10. Excellent. So as you're walking along, uh, the rest of you don't notice offhand, but Ithrin, you, you notice there are people kind of standing up at the top there as you near the bottom of this uh, section to climb up. Uh, can I tell, like, do they look friendly? Uh, you can make a... Bob, um, 
Yeah, you made a vibe check. Um, <laughs> an insight check, if you'd like. Vibe okay. check. I mean, that basically is a vibe check, right? Yeah. Ooh, uh, 21. Excellent. So they <laughs> they seem well, first of all, you notice it's <laughs> one elven woman uh, in the in sort of in the middle. Uh, surrounded by these four uh, men who appear to be heavily bandaged. And they seem to be almost um, almost mesmerized or like devoid of, of personal initiative. Uh, she's pretty hard to read. Uh, in fact, you're not 100% sure that that's her actual face. Okay. Um, um, the, the bandages, do, like, does it look like they were wounded and now they've received medical care or like, are they mummies? Why don't you give me a, because uh, yeah, the, the passive perception was just kind of see if you noticed them. Uh, and this is, with your insight check, you can tell that uh, those bandages are not quite, they don't quite appear to be logical for wounds. They don't look like they're wrapped well for wounding. Um, okay. So go ahead and give me a, a, just a straight up perception check, if you don't mind. So that's a wisdom rule? Yep, and then your perception oh, is oh, proficient. Oh, there we go. I'm a derp. Uh, 16. Excellent. So as you're looking closer at the bandages it's hard to tell from this distance uh but you can definitely see like black inky masses underneath the bandages um if you didn't know any better uh you'd say they are reminiscent of the flesh of the night touched uh which are a group oh, of, of titan spawn that uh, uh dwell in and draw power from darkness now it is about noon right now, so it's it's pretty bright out. All right, so uh, I will tell the rest of the group. Uh, I think we have a problem. Brisnavis is uh, what nature? Well, there's this weird mage-looking woman, uh, elf. Uh, I'm assuming she's a woman, but she's got a very creepy vibe, and she's surrounded by four... I didn't know better. I'd say they were night-touched, but looks up at the bright noon sky. She nods and says, uh, I suspect that may be um, one of the Yagara. Uh, they're a local flavor of hag. Um, they failed the vibe check. If you'd like, I can go up and try to negotiate some safe passage. See if we can avoid a fight. <laughs> you want help? I don't suck at negotiating. Um. No, because then you're gonna offer to help them somehow. 
and we're going to be beholden to some That's other favor. Negotiating. You do something for them and they don't fuck with us. This is why you're going to die, Ithrin. Really, I'm going to die because I abused an artifact without knowing what it was. She says, I think, don't worry, I'll handle it. And uh, walks up and starts, you know, climbs her way up the rocks pretty swiftly. Um, I say something to Nolo about, like, get ready to pull her down here if they decide to start shit. (laughs) Uh, And you see they're sort of uh, back and forthing for a minute. Uh, And then... It's it's very difficult to make out exactly what they're saying. Because uh, they're like 40, 50 feet away. But kind of almost out of the blue, uh, one of the uh, escorts of the elven woman um, like reaches up, basically, and like snatches Brisnava's eye out of her skull. She drops to her knees and falls on her face. <laughs> what would you all like to do? What? So it went poorly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to cast uh, fly on myself. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So, Bresneva, like, does this look like it was part of the negotiation? Like... <laughs> Is she stoic or is she screaming like what just happened? No, like the eye got snatched out. She fell to her knees and then fell on her face. All right. I'm going to assume that's not part of the negotiation. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to start running over and hope I'm in time to heal her. Um, I guess fly myself from flying towards them. I'm going to shoot an explosive arrow (laughs) and hope it is. Just like straight up. All right, so I will allow you to cast fly. I will allow you to get your arrow shot off, and I will allow you to uh, double move, uh, Ithern. Um, oh, is Charlon going to do anything? And then, then we're going to roll initiative after this because this is basically um, your surprise action. Can I make it to her on the surprise action? Uh, this is all difficult terrain. Okay. So, uh, technically, you can aggressive, I suppose. Right? Yeah. So you'd still have an action. Uh, I'll tell Ithrin, I'll meet you over here. I point, like, over here. Are you going to run? You're running up? Because, like, my thought is is I'm going to run in. Snatch our guide and then thunderstep out back down here oh, so that you can heal her. That works. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay, cool. That's my plan. I'm gonna cannon. Right. I'm gonna cannonball up there, just screaming. And when I get there, just like grab a hold of the guide and then like thunderstep out. Okay, so you'll need to aggressive to do that. Or, or, wait, Thunderstep's a bonus, or, or is Thunderstep an action? Uh, I have it as a... It would be an action. Okay. Uh, so, but I could... I guess I could spend... No, because that's a bonus action. 
What's a bonus action? Uh, quicken. That's what I'm, right. No, if you if you, what I'm saying is if you use your aggressive move instead of the dash action, mm-hmm. you can get there. That leaves you your action. Okay, that's what I was. That's what I was asking because if yeah, under step was a bonus action. No, it's uh, it's just a regular. Okay. Excellent. So, so I yeah, might you... cast it at a higher level. Okay. Because it's going to hit all of them. In theory, yes. Yeah, I'll do it at sixth le- uh, sixth level. Dang, Sherlock. So they need to make a con eighteen. For half of 36. All right. And then I'll bring our guide and back down to like the base of the. I have a question. I have an the, uh, if it heals the guide's eye, will it just heal over, shut, or will an eye grow back? Uh, I would say an eye will grow back because you're using magic. Interesting. Um, okay, so the elven woman certainly didn't make her save. All right, so I've got uh, two of them that didn't. So what was it on a fail? 36. All right. Our lung is strong. So I'm just going to rule ease that the two that were closest uh, to you straight up blew up. Let me just double, triple check. That's thunder damage, correct? Uh, Yes. Oh, damn, maybe they didn't. Hold on. They're still up, actually. Damn, they're resistant to thunder. They are resistant to thunder damage. I'll I'll mention that when I get down here. I think they're resistant to thunder. That should have blown them up. And so... Of course they're resistant to thunder. They'll take... So if they succeeded, they take half? Yeah. Uh, so, so if they're so resistant, they the take 18 or 9. Yeah. Right. Okay. Excellent. And with fly, fly is an action to cast, correct? Fly is an action to cast. Excellent. So... You know, you can move your movement still. I'll stay here for now. Okay. You just, are you, actually, uh, like, no, I'm actually, I will, I will move my movement, actually. Okay. Uh, I'll be uh, right here. Oh, yeah. Wait. I'll be right here, like the base. Yeah. Excellent. That's probably where Charlong showed up with the lady, too. Uh, Lulu's going to rage. Um, surprising no one. <laughs> uh, <Typical Lulu. laughs> and uh, are you going to rage as well, or are you just going to shoot your arrow? 
Uh, I'm not going to rage this time. Let's make your attack check. And who are you going to attack? Um, I was aiming for the mage, but I rolled an 11 on my first one. Do I only get one or do I get two? No, when you make the attack check, you're using the, like the longbow, right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have a loading property, so you can... Uh, shoot three, right? Drop. Yeah, you can shoot three, I think, now when you take the attack action. Yeah. Uh, then the second one is 22. I'm assuming that one hits. That absolutely hits. And then the third one is a 15. And that hits as well. So go ahead and roll damage for two of your attacks. For the first one is a 13. And then the second one is... A eight plus the exploding arrow component, I think is 3d6. Let me just double check. Um, yeah, 3d6. So I'll, I'll roll 6d6. All right. So that's another 20 damage. Of explosion. Excellent. So she's dead. Good. And um, the two that were in front of her also blow up. Watch. And the guide is going to be like, but that was our bark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so everyone has gotten their chance to act. Uh, now we will uh, roll initiative, but first. When just two lackeys are left. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Oh, uh, Ithrin got the heal off on the lady too, right? I, I thought that was going to be part of the initiative count, but I can cast it oh, right now. I thought now. that was like the surprise action. Was I was going to grab her, bring her down, and you were healing. But maybe we have to do it on the initiative. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I figured the, her moving was okay. uh, pretty much the... Uh, right. Makes sense. I got, I got yep. 22 on the initiative. Excellent. So we got Nolo on 22. Uh, what's uh, Charlotte on? 13. Holland? 15. Ithrin? 10. Excellent. Um, I swear. All right. So I got a nine for Lulu. Charlie is on a 13. The Paladai will go on 
All right. No, though, you have the first action. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to fly up uh, 60 feet straight up in the air. Um, and I'm going to say, I regret to inform you that you're in fireball range and cast a uh, fireball. <laughs> Excellent. As you crest, as you crest that, uh, the lip of the area and sort of fly up, immediately you notice that this elven woman is no longer an elven woman. In fact, her hideous leathery skin is covered with various pustules and boils of, of bizarre and unusual construction and size. Um, so much so that it qualifies as a horrific experience uh, appearance. I'm going to need you to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Wisdom saving throw. 20. Not natural. Excellent. Uh, you are immune to the horrific appearance of this hag for the next 24 hours. Yeah, um, I am. And so you may still fire off your one-liner, followed by a fireball. <laughs> That's going to be at uh, fourth level, so uh, a deck save of a deck save of eighteen. A dexterity check. Excellent. Yeah, a save of eighteen. Well, the first one botched. The second one didn't do much better. So uh, uh, they both um, go ahead and roll your fireball damage. Maybe 39 fire damage. All right. That is, even with their resistances, uh, that is enough to put them both down. And it's like a 20-foot radius, right? So she gets damaged it, too, no? She's, she's dead. dead. Oh, she's dead then? Oh. Yeah, like like her corpse caused you to make a wisdom save. Gotcha. Okay. Because her natural appearance came up because the spell dropped when she died. Um, but Gosh, So that's... burning. So that's the end of combat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> that was short and sweet. Catherine, you're going to heal uh, the guide, is that correct? Uh, yes, I'm going to cast it at uh, fifth level. And so she is going to get back like how many ones that okay 21 excellent um you notice something a bit odd uh it seems to take an extra second for the healing to take effect um once it does it seems as though her eye grows back and is in normal shape why don't you go ahead and give me an insight roll please Ethern. oh no okay 23 you realize um, as she's sitting up and blinking and saying, oh, what happened? And feigning innocence. Uh, you realize that your healing spell didn't work on her. She must have used some other means of healing herself and is concealing that effect. Cost me a spell slot. 
<laughs> you know, I'm glad that I didn't use one of the higher slots. At first, I was feeling really bad that she was injured. I'm like, ah. So what I will respond when she says what happened. Uh, well, you tell me. We just saw her tear your eye out. You fell down and now you're here. I offered her gold to allow us to pass. Um, she said that we were trespassing on her territory. And then everything went dark. Is she lying about that? A hundred percent. I'm asking for an insight roll to... No, you got, you already got, like, you'll be able to kind of spot her tells now. You got your uh, insight roll. Uh, is she lying about that? Uh, she's well, certainly being paid. Um, it, it doesn't seem like she's giving you like an outright fabrication, but mm -hmm. you're pretty sure she's not giving you the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Should I torture her? <laughs> I say to <laughs> I really don't think it's a good idea to torture the person that we're depending on to survive this crossing. I look at the guide. I look at Ithrin. I look at the guide. I look at Ithrin. And then I walk away. <laughs> uh, just let me know. <laughs> yeah, so after she walks away, I'm just going to tell Brisneva, uh, you have secrets, that's fine. We all have secrets. Just make secrets. sure you're what, not what do you, what do you mean? killed. I don't understand secrets. What do you mean? Uh, well, I wish I would have known ahead of time that I didn't need to spend a healing spell to restore your eyeball. She chuckles. Says, yeah, I suppose that would have made your life a little easier. Mine too, I guess. It's nothing that a good night's sleep won't fix. It's just the principle of the thing. Um, she says, but you see, I really didn't want to get into this here, but I feel like you forced my hand and she casts power word kill on Ithrin. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> wait, hold up. Uh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Do I roll a saving throw for that? Uh, how many hit points do you have? Uh, 107. Excellent. Uh, you are immune to power kill. I had nothing anyway, so. What is power of what? Oh, um, what's it called? What's the spell? Power word kill. So she tried to kill Ithrin? Yeah, uh, like that magic should have... If Ithrin were... Slightly weaker. Um, I she would have just died instantly. Going to tackle her. Excellent. Gosh. Let's. So glad I put points into Constitution. Let's get another. Uh, let me clear everybody's. Oh, let's just get another. Uh, 
Initiative roll. Initiative roll, please. No! <laughs> oh, no. We all rolled 18. terrible. Excellent. So Nolo got an 18? Yep. I got a fucking four. Alan got a fucking four? <laughs> Charlotte. Three. You know, and I did not oh, work at least her I hand. Got three. <laughs> uh, what did Ethrin get? Uh, I got an eight, and I did not force her hand on anything. I explicitly told her, keep your secrets. That's true, you did. Um, as she lets go of that spell, uh, and the necrotic energy shoots forth from her uh, and tears into Ithrin, but then passes harmlessly out of her, um, the illusion of her outward appearance begins to fall away. Uh, you realize that she, well, she looks similar. Um, she is not the same. Um, she appears as an undead version uh, of herself. Clear, clearly Girl. desiccated. Our initiative uh, clear, looks so good. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> been dead for some time, very leathery sort of skin. And that's only the second most disturbing uh, aspect of this. Uh, the most disturbing being, um, hang on a second, her initiative changed, all right, well, whatever. Um, the most disturbing aspect being that uh, the very color of her clothing changes as well as the robe that she was wearing, uh, the gray of her robe fades away into a deep black marked with gold inlay around the edges of the robe in the style of the counselors of Glivert Hotel. Fuck me. They're still mad. <laughs> <laughs> Nolo, it's your action. What would you like to do? Um, I'm going to cast a sapping sting uh, on her. Well, first I'm going to fly uh, 30 feet down, so I'm in range. So I'm, I'm still like hovering 30 feet in the air. Okay, what's um, the range on uh, Sapping Sting? Uh, 30 feet. Excellent. And what level is Sapping Sting? Uh, it's a cantrip. So she's okay. going to make a, a con save of 18. Um, she's going to drop a counter spell. Um, I can't like silvery barbs that, right? No, you can counterspell it. I don't know if silvery barbs would affect it or not. Let me check. This bitch. Who hired her? <laughs> I mean, if she's from Glivet Hotel, we can guess. I don't have counterspell right now. No, which one of us hired her? To guide us. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to move my token to where it should have been. Maybe oh, we should have um, killed the head. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. Oh, wait. No, because she's not triggering a, a, a reaction for you. Right, no, because she I would need to. Like... Yeah, so for Silvery Barbs, she would need to succeed on an attack roll ability check or saving throw. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fine. Um, the knife 
think that would be my turn then. I have no bonus action. Yep, that's my turn then. Excellent. That uh, brings us down to Ethrin. What you got? Oh, uh, I didn't think I would go this soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the initiatives in this fight are super low. Everybody went, shit, we weren't planning on fighting. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm going to take back uh, the healing that I gave her and I'm going to cast Inflict. Oh, no. If she was. The cure didn't work. Inflict wounds probably won't work. She's undead, yeah. Stab her, Isrin. Don't you have like a dagger or something? (laughs) Uh, To the best of your knowledge, Inflict wounds, I don't believe, uh, has any difficulty whatsoever affecting the. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to cast seventh level Inflict wounds on her. Yep. I mean, it's uh, it's quite possible that she's she's uh, resistant to or immune to necrotic damage, but oh, it, in that case, it, it I will wouldn't. cast it at sixth level just to be slightly on the safe side. Okay, excellent. And uh, you need to make a spell attack roll, correct? Yes, I do. All right, and that is oh, that is a twenty nine. That will absolutely hit. Just though, it just hits. 59 points of necrotic damage. Excellent. Um, now we're cooking with gas. Now we're getting somewhere. Uh, you can clearly and easily tell by her reaction uh, that she is uh, injured by that, uh, but more like in a, like, oh, I'm amused you scratched me than like something that uh, is as perilous as you would assume. Um, so you can safely conclude that she is resistant to necrotic damage. Okay. In that case, I'm going to spend, uh, a bonus action casting Shalala on my quarterstaff. Excellent. And that will be my turn. Beautiful. Uh, Charlie is going to cast... Um, nope, not that one. Shalala is a beautiful name for a girl. <laughs> I mean, until you know what it means. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> uh, bagel club. <laughs> bagel club? Uh, yeah, like um, it's a Irish word for like just a giant. I'm gonna hit you real, real hard sort of club. Yeah, that is correct. I, I stand by what I said. Uh, <laughs> she's going to cast uh, dissonant whispers at seventh level at, at uh, the Glimmer Hotel counselor. Uh, wait, that's not also not like a roll, right? Uh, yeah, it's a save that. Uh, the counselor needs to make. Uh, 
Uh, she's make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, which she does. Takes no damage. Wait, she makes a. She says it to who? Charlie was casting it on the guy. Oh, whispers. I thought. Okay, never mind. Nope. Now it's the guy's turn. What? Uh, she is going to cast. Cloud kill, and she's going to use a, uh, That's not an attack. Attack roll. Ah. Nope. Uh, she's going to uh, use an eighth level slot to do it. Uh, so, give me a half a second. All right, so if you're within that circle. Oh. No. She gets to choose where it's centered. So she's going to center right in Lulu's lap. No, she'll scoot it over to right in front of Alan. So that's 5, 10, 15. So it will get. Nope, it will just miss uh, everyone who's right next to her. So it will actually be Alan, Lulu, and Charlie are caught in it. So, Alan, I need you to make a... A constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw. When you start your turn. Oh, I rolled already. That's fine, because it's your turn. 17. Right, her spell save DC is 20, so you uh, will take 78 poison damage. Do you roll the D8? I do. Do you have any resistances to poison damage? Nope. You'll take 27 poison damage. That's fine. What would you like to do? I'm going to uh, smack this bitch up. All right. So I'm going to run up to her. That takes, what, like, right? I have that range. Who's calling me? Sorry. Oh, you're fine. I don't know if I went sideways there. You did. I'm going to run up to her. Gosh, darn it. And then I'm going to use my Warhammer to do my three attacks. Bam, bam, bam. All right. Let's see it. Nat 20. Baby! Excellent. 
That's 31 for the first one. All right. And that's um, using an adamantine weapon, right? Yes. Uh, 14 for the second one. And 27 for the third hit. So the first one crits, right? Because it's the net 20. Yep. So how much total damage is that for the first one? Uh, I haven't rolled it yet. So I'll roll the damage. Oh, you haven't rolled any of the damage? No. It was 31 to hit for the first one, 14 for the second, and 27. Okay, so the the first one and the last one hit. First one crits, last one hits. Middle one does not hit. Okay. So I will roll twice. So for the first one, it's 15 damage. Uh, so okay. if it crits, what does that mean? So it means it's you double it. Yeah. Okay. So that's 30 damage with the first hit. And then I guess they missed the second one, but then they hit her with the third one, which okay. will be. Da da da. 11 more damage. Excellent. Uh, as legendary action after you have hit her. Uh, you were three times. I hate those words. Uh, what happens to me? <laughs> uh, she is going to drop a disrupt life. Each non-undead creature within 20 feet must make a DC 18 constitution saving throw against this magic. Uh, taking 66 necrotic on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. What is the it's constitution saving throw? Yep. So that's Alan, Ithran, Charlung, and Nolo. No, it's not. I'm 30 feet. Oh, you're 30 feet up, right? I got an eight. So, how much damage is that? Uh, hold on. I'm rolling. I got a 13. Does that make it? No. 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 DC 18, I think, is what Travis said for this. Yeah, it's DC DC 18. Uh, so y'all take 26 necrotic damage. Sherlong, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, seventh level lightning bolt in this bitch's face. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dex save DC 18 for half of 48. All right. Uh, she will use legendary resistance and choose to succeed on that instead. Uh, and that's lightning. Yep. 24 lightning. So she'll take half of that. She's tough, man. Lulu starts her turn inside the cloud kill. Um, Just for the hell of it, can I also twin haste a ray of frost at her? Um, or, uh, Twin Quicken. Can you hit the same target twice with the twin spell? I think so. It says as long as it's to a second creature in range. Never mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah, You're right. I was gonna say I don't think you can shoot I don't think you can machine gun somebody once with uh, cool good, but... Well, I'll still hit her with a ray of frost, because I can. 
No, I won't. Uh, no, that will you'll miss with that. Thirteen is not going to hit. You'll miss and feel and feel shame. Um, so shame. Lulu got a successful save against the cloud kill. Lucky no, she, no, she did not. Nineteen. Uh, is it nineteen? Yeah, that's what it says. Constitution saving throw nineteen. It absolutely should be twenty, but that's okay. That's what that's what it says on the. Tabletop. I'll I'll be kind and gentle and let that happen. Um. So, give me half a second. Pazulo has like all the resistances. That's true as well. I think she might be immune to poison damage. I bet she is because she's a badass. Yep, she's immune to poison. How do how does one become immune to poison? Uh, she, every day. Uh, she's immune to poison <laughs> because she's undead. Like if Princess Bride's taught me anything. Specifically, <laughs> yeah. Take yes, take a little bit every day. Um, so she's gonna rage again uh and run over and uh hit this lich in the face. Uh I will absolutely Brad. rage with Lulu this time, can I? No, because she started to rage outside of range. My range. Boom. Yep. Boom, Travis. Hey, don't get, don't hit the player. <laughs> uh, so she hits two attacks and she's going to attack recklessly with both. Um, so the first one hits. Second one hits, third Second one. Second one hits. She only hits two a turn. Um, so deals 22, and that is a magical weapon. So she actually deals the 22. Excellent. No low. Is your action? What would you like to do? I'm gonna use my uh, is it a, my ability? I guess it's a <clears throat> momentary stasis on her. So she needs to give me um, a Constitution save. She got to be at a DC 18 or be. Uh, Basically incapacitated until my end of my next turn. Okay. Until or unless you take damage, also. It's twelve. She will burn a secondary, a second legendary resistance to succeed instead. How many of those does she have, Travis? More than two. No, no, she's <laughs> <me> a number. <laughs> uh, no, but it's still she's burning through them, so we just gotta make her burn through them. Right. Um I'm gonna fly ten feet higher in the air. Okay. Excellent. I'm forty feet up now. That brings us to Ethrin. What was I supposed to do? I'm a whapper yep. with my shillelagh staff. Wee! Nice. Uh, does an 18 hit? Uh, 18 does hit. 
All right, she takes 10 damage, but it counts as magical. That's awesome. You boop her snoot. Uh, and, like, you knock part of her nose off. Like, looks like she's actually starting to be hurt now. Um, she looks like Michael Jackson. But she's going to use a legendary action after you hit her in the face. Oh, uh, Travis. It's not nice. Yeah. What is she doing? What is she doing? What is she doing? Frightening gaze on Ethrin. Uh The lich fixes its gaze on one creature it can see within 10 feet of it. The target must succeed on a DC 18 wisdom saving throw or become frightened for one minute. Uh, All right. So fortunately, fortunately, my bonus to wisdom saves is 11. Whoa. But I just know Don't I'm going ro- to roll a six. I'm going to roll a six. Watch me roll a six. Don't jinx it. Oh, my God. Oh, I rolled a 17. <laughs> I was like, watch her roll a four. Like, No, because that's how you don't jinx it, is you talk it up a whole bunch. <laughs> you uh, managed to uh, become immune to the uh, Lich's gaze attack. That brings us to Charlie. Charlie is we going could have to have been friends, lady. I will say that to her. <laughs> Charlie's gonna make her constitution saving throw. And that is not enough to avoid the poison damage. Nor is Charlie particularly resistant to it. Uh so that is 78 poison damage. Did it roll? Oh, okay. Yep. Um, 24 was the first one. Uh, So she takes 24. And then she... Is going to run out of the affected area. Give a bardic inspiration to Alland. Thank you, Ethan. And I mean Charlie. Uh, she's going to drop a mass healing word just to be safe. So let's do 17 for uh, Lulu, who's not actually damaged, uh, Charlung, and Nolo's out of range. And she heals 17 as well. I got no damage anyway. And Ithrin, right? Yes. If Ithrin has any. Ithrin's not in range either. Oh, all right. So um, that brings us to our friend who. Uh, Regains her legendary actions, and why does she regain legendary actions? She regains them at the start of every turn. How does that seem fair? Well, I mean, it is it is one v five, right, or six? So you know, I have a question. 
If I, I was to use Know Your Enemy on her, would she have known about it? I don't believe there's anything that immediately like lets you know that that's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm going to just start using it on everyone we meet. Because it takes like one minute of observation outside of combat. And I can know their stats, how many hit points they have, what level they are, everything. And then that, I think, will help us avoid being duped in the future. That's fair. Uh, she's going to cast Mirror Image. What does that do? Uh Three illusory duplicates of her appear in uh, in her space. To the oh, spell the images. shadow clone. Yep. Mean, mean. <laughs> uh, and that's going to be her action for the turn. That brings us to Alan. What would you like to do? I'm going to hit her again. Excellent. I'm just taking notes. One second. Sure. All right. 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 Spin. All right. 26. That will hit. 21. That will uh, hit. 22. And uh, that will actually uh, hit and hit her. So um, go ahead and roll the the first two hits. um, Take out two of her duplicates. Have no effect on her whatsoever. The third one, however, uh, does hit her so so only damage. one damage correct that's 12 excellent she takes 12 damage and she is going to use a legendary action to cast Ray of Frost at you. She's got to roll for that, right? Yeah. Silvery Barbs. Excellent. Uh, so explain to me exactly how this works now. Um, you magically distract a tricking creature to turn its momentary uncertainty into encouragement for another creature. Uh, you must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. Um, effectively she's got disadvantage on casting this right yep and then um then then i think no matter what um someone gets advantage i get to give someone advantage okay okay so does the 17 hit you alan let me look uh, my armor class is 14. All right, so she no, does. Hold on, I'll uh shield ally. All right, excellent. So she misses with the ray of frost. Thank Glorious. you. Uh, and who are you giving advantage to? 
uh, Charlung, because they're next, right? They're next, in fact. Yep. Charlung gets advantage on the next attack. Excellent. It is Charlung's action, so what was I to do? Uh, Charlung gets Let's see, I'm going to spend some sorcery points, and i got to figure out how many. Uh, I'm going to quicken, so that's two, and twin, so equal to the spell's level, uh, greater invisibility on myself, and uh, that's... Or actually, no, I'll do haste on myself and Lulu, who's right next to me. And then, so that was five points. And then, uh, with my uh, extra attack that I get from haste, I'm going to slash at her with my great axe, which is the adamantine one that uh, we made. All right. Yeah. But before you do, uh, she's no. going to use uh, to. Because you take an action, and then you get another action, correct? Well, that was a bonus action, because I quickened it. Right. So... I haven't taken an action yet. You haven't taken taken a bonus yet? I've taken a bonus action. All right. Then I'm going to attack her. Excellent. Go ahead and roll. Uh, Does a 28 hit her? 28 absolutely (laughs) hits her. Yes! I didn't even need to roll the advantage, but I'll check to see if it's a crit. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was not. Uh, <laughs> then she takes 13 from my great axe. Excellent. Uh, as you bring the axe down, uh, her head separates from her neck and uh, she falls to the ground. Can the lich Kick its ass uh, anyway, Lulu. Do it. <laughs> uh, triple Lulu. overkill attack right now. Yes. Uh, Lulu starts... Tap. Who starts chopping it to bits? Um, <laughs> it uh, if, rage. <laughs> if any of you would like to make a um, Arcana check, you're welcome to do so. Uh, what would that tell you? Okay, uh, so you're pretty sure. Um, that one. Sixteen. Roll a five. Excellent. So, uh, Charlong and um, Alan are pretty sure that this uh, the the lich will um, return if you do not find and destroy its soul cage, which is in their body. No, <laughs> uh, usually it can be. Uh, basically, as long as it's on the same plane as them, they gain the benefits of it. Um, so, oh, oh, Nolo cast um, something mansion and we'll take her body to the mansion so she's in a different plane. Right? I don't think that's how that works. I think she's going to reconstitute in another way. Right? I, think so. I don't know. But it's a different plane. Like, she can benefit from it if it's in the same plane. Of existence, so if she's We're in a talking different about party, lich, lich rules, right? Yeah, like, yes. I think they're just gonna—they're undead, right? Like, I don't think it's—they're gonna respawn the same body, right? I don't know. 
why would she pick this body if she could have any other body exactly so like why, what's the point of bringing her into the mansion well then she can't respond that's what that's what the dm said he said if she is in the same plane as her soul cage she can respond right can, can i raid her body for stuff um especially for the gold coins we paid her and stuff yes also uh yeah. <laughs> allow me to modify and correct this because you would have both known this with your um uh with your roles the new body it, it creates a straight up new body next to the file oh. yeah like she'll Plus regrow but yeah it's like as long as like the soul her cage is on this plane she will reconstitute like in this plane Right. Which means yeah, she knows base. where she knows where we're going. We may not be any closer to where we want to be. Like at this point, I say we just go back and think of a completely different plan because if we continue on to that library, she's gonna be there. <laughs> uh it usually takes uh, a lich uh, up to up to ten days to reconstitute. I mean, we have a small window if we actually think we're close. Like, if we think she led us the right direction so far, which we have no way of knowing. I mean, uh, you can make a survival check. All right. Can I roll my investigation check to uh, rate? What's it called? 18 to get all of our stuff back from her body. And any other spell components or weapons that she might have on her corpse? Uh, sure. You discover not only um, does she have 200 uh, gold. I pocket it. On her body. She also is carrying a white dagger. Uh, W-I-G-H-T dagger. Uh, and is wearing a corpse skin belt. What's a white dagger? So the white dagger. Let's say what are both. Uh, Assuming Charlie would identify these things for us. I've identified. Or Nolo. Nolo and Charlie. I have identified. I think I have identified. Uh, is a, uh, so the white dagger is a magic uh, weapon. Um Creature damaged by the weapon must make a constitution saving throw or its hit point maximum is reduced by an equal amount of the damage that it took. Uh, and that lasts until the creature finishes a long rest. Uh, the creature dies immediately if this effect reduces it to zero hit points. I feel like Ithrin should have this dagger. And the corpse skin belt. I feel like Ithrin would never use that dagger. I feel like she would feel too bad about it. What do you have... It's not that I would feel bad about it. It's just that, like, I don't... That's not how I fight. I usually use spells. Yeah, but, like, people have been in your face recently, like, kind of a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also, like, kind of reluctant to, like, pick up another magic item, considering how the first one worked out. (laughs) Um, uh, the corpse skin belt allows you to use your action to expend one or more charges Uh, for one charge you can cast false life as a first level spell and you can increase the slot level of the spell by up to seventh by expending an additional charge per extra spell level when you expend the first charge oh who wants that 
but it's very uh, clearly made out of uh, humanoid skin. No, I don't want that. <laughs> don't be a baby, Ithrin. I'm like holding <laughs> the thing. Both it's of, just a human. <laughs> both of those require attunement. Um, anyone can attune the white dagger. Um, the corpskin belt must be attuned by a uh, what is it? A cleric, um, <laughs> cleric, warlock, or wizard. <laughs> I'm like okay, straight around Ithman. <laughs> so it only lets me cast the spell false life. Yes. What does that spell do? Gives you temp gives HP. Temporary HP. Fine, I'll take the belt. <laughs> I feel like Catherine was looking like that as I'm like tying the belt around. <laughs> <laughs> we can like do something to it to like hide that it's uh like human skin in case that turns people off. Like I mean men, right there's also there's also an <laughs> There's also an undead trading village, like one teleport circle away. Just That's saying. True. We could trade <laughs> it for like an amulet of health, which is just always extra HP. Maybe we'll try. We'll we'll keep it on Ithran for now. I say like triple nine. <laughs> <this belt>. Oops. <laughs> Ithran will never be able to take it off again. <laughs> How many magic items does Ithran have attuned? Uh, just the amulet. Okay. Um, then, yeah, you have the slot for it if you want to attune. <laughs> I believe if you look up Corpse Skin Belt, it should show up and beyond. Oh, I'm also attuned to a Cloak of Protection, but yeah, I still have one slot. All right. Um. Yeah, are you gonna do anything with the body? Um, burn it. Excellent. You burn it. Ten Ewoks come out and start drumming on the stormtrooper helmets. You have you have a little yab yab out in the desert. Uh, so are you going to continue to press forward or are you going to um, turn around? Do I get any more information out of the knife out of identifier? Or is it just straight up just the knife that does this? Yeah, just that it's a, it's a knife uh, designed with necromancy to effectively uh, drain the life essence out of anyone it stabs. Um, if nobody wants it, I'd, I'll take it. I handed to Nala. Thank you. You got it, bud. And that should be in uh, D&D Beyond as well. Did you find the corpse skin belt, Catherine? You're muted. Sorry, I needed to get my cat's attention um no they only have like the giant strength belts and the dragon hide belts from what hmm. i can see in D D beyond that's odd let me make sure that i in fact uh did add that to the homebrew section um i might not have uh it's not impossible 
You said it's a white dagger? Yep. Yeah, W-Y-G-H-T. Oh, yeah, sure didn't. Um, Not on my D&D Beyond. Uh, try W-I. Yeah, W-I-G-H-T. That one is in there. Um, corpse skin belt is not, so I'll get it added for you to your sheet, Ethan. Oh, yeah, white dagger's in there. I don't mind. It's weird. Yeah, W-I-G-H-T. W-I-G-H-T. Nope. Really? Yeah. It is weird. Uh, it is... Let me double it's check my... and make sure that Nolo is in active in the campaign. Yeah? I think so. Yeah, you are. No idea why I wouldn't. Uh But cool. Um, we'll get that sorted out. In the meantime, uh, did you make, I'm sorry, did you make a, a solid decision? Were you going to turn back or were you going to press on? I mean, we should probably confirm she was leading us the right direction and move on. Yeah, you said survival, we, right? Like now, we have, right, yeah. now we're on a timer to get there. Yeah, it is a survival um, check. The thing I'm worried about is, like, at what point, because they were, these people were, like, super anti-portal, right? We, we, uh... Yes. For non-dwarves, yeah, especially. No, that's Baroktorn you're thinking of. Uh, The Library Lokiel just does not allow teleportation. Gotcha. Do I know, like, how far away that, uh... Mandate is decreed. The mountain that cons- that comprises the ruins of Lokio. All right. So, I mean, you probably can make a teleportation circle at the base of the mountain. You just might get some funny looks for it. I got a 12 in the survival check. So you're pretty sure that you're heading in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, I had a 13 already. Oh, wait, let me roll. Doesn't Lulu have a good survival check? Yeah. Oh, never mind. 29. Yeah, you're you're positive you're headed in the right direction. Uh, you're also fairly certain that there's a storm starting to brew uh, behind you, between you and Hallowfaust. All right, I suggest we pick up the pace a little bit. Like, the storm is behind us, which is good, but more distance is better. Yeah, let's, like, um, let's get some distance, and then as soon as it starts hitting us, I'll hit a, a mansion up. Excellent. Um... You start heading along. Uh, you're able to get a pretty good, uh, keep a pretty good distance between you and the storm for a couple hours. Uh, as you're moving along, uh, you come to an area, uh, looks like comparatively intact ruins of perhaps some sort of village. There's still uh, visible cobblestones. Um, you can see the wreckage of several buildings. And up ahead, 
uh, you see a comparatively intact cabin. Investigate. You want to move in and try to uh, get a look around? Yeah, 19. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, so from a distance, uh, you can clearly tell that someone has recently uh, moved through this area, this hole in the wall. Uh, and as you start to move closer to uh, get a closer look, uh, skeletal hands begin to emerge from the ground, breaking up through the cobblestones. You hear the crack of thunder as the uh, storm starts to draw closer. Mansion. She's going to cast a mansion and hop in it. Yeah. Excellent. I think we just we just spawn in it. I think. You throw the the mansion up. Uh, you all pop in. Uh, as you see, several, probably a dozen undead, rise up from the ground just outside of where you where you were. They look confused. (laughs) I think that, I know it's a little early, but I think that's where we'll wrap things for this session. uh, With you in the mansion just outside of this ruin. Nice. I don't want to go too far without the rest of our party. Right. And uh, and you had a pretty big victory today, so. Yeah. Yeah. So she like collects herself back together and comes after us. Yeah. <laughs> what we, we have her like? belt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You do, you do uh, have a belt. I think that just might piss her off more though. Yeah. Do for a penny and for a pound. There you go. I mean, obviously, uh, some word about your activity. Uh, got through some spy network to somebody from Glibadatel. Uh Otherwise, they wouldn't have been able to ins- insert themselves into your routine. So that is something to be wary of, perhaps. Um, Everything will be fine. Sure. Yeah, I believe it. I believe in you. Um, so on that break, Shiny, let's do our outros. Let's start things off this week uh, with Ithrin. Uh, please tell us who you are, what you do, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, and anything you would care to promote. Hello. Uh, my name is Rachel. I played Ithrin. We're both she, her. Uh, as for what I can promote, uh, I'm getting married in three months. Hooray! Wedding Yay! break all the time. Hooray. Uh, also, Congratulations. I... Thank you. Also, uh, I run a small channel on Twitch myself. It is called Stolen Fires. Uh, and we run a bunch of really cool games, including we've got a Dragon Age game and a Blade Runner game that I will be running on Friday. Should be good times. Excellent. And I've just thrown the link to that channel in the chat. Please head over there, uh, shove them a follow and a sub and all that fun stuff and check out uh, the lovely games on offer. Uh, Next up, uh, Alan, your pertinence, please. Um, I'm Elena. I play Alland. I'm she they, she's she her. Um, I am an artist slash coach. I'm working on getting my personal training certification right now. So that's exciting. 
Um, and yeah, you can follow me on social media, Melena Deneno or Melena Moves Mindfully. Um, I also have a Tumblr and a Patreon if you want to toss a coin to your Witcher. And that's me. Excellent. I'll get the uh, link to your Patreon in the chat here momentarily. Um, and while I am doing that, uh, Charlene, your pertinence, please. Yeah, hey, I'm Corey, a.k.a. Narf on the internet. And, uh, yeah, I work on a video game called Caves of Cud, uh, which you can pick up on Steam or Itch. Uh, and I think we might have, I think we might have just missed the sale that we had going, but uh, I'll, I'll call it out next time we have one, if you're paying attention to the channel. And, uh, yeah, I'm playing Charlong, both of us, they, them. I forgot to add that part. <laughs> no worries. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you so much. And uh, last but not least, at least for tonight, uh, Nolo, your pertinence, please. Uh, hey, y'all. I'm Mike Newton. Uh, I play Nolo, both of us, uh, he, him. <clears throat> I am a comic artist based out of uh, Chicago. Um, and yeah, I'm working on some stuff right now. So you can just follow me at Mike Newton pretty much everywhere. And uh, that leaves me. I'm Travis. My pronouns are he and I'm at running games. I'm writing them. Uh, a couple things I just want to make sure everyone is aware of. Tome of the Pentacle has come out uh, for uh, Mage the Awakening over at Drive Through RPG and Advanced PDF. Uh, lots of cool stuff uh, to expand your Mage the Awakening campaigns in that book. So please head over and check that out. I want to remind you that uh, Onyx Paths game night through start playing is the last friday of every month including this friday or this this month uh we are focusing on uh they came from as our game line of choice but you can run anything we publish uh so if you head over to the link i just threw in the chat check that out um you can sign up to run a game you can sign up to play in the game uh lots of fun stuff you can also get more information on that over at our discord um, I want to thank everyone for uh, meeting with us tonight. Sorry that we ran a little short. Uh, we just had a couple of players that had had life happen, uh, as it does. So we wanted to get a little, keep the game going, but not go too far ahead. Um, so we will be back in two weeks' time. Until then, uh, take care of yourselves and each other. Get your shots, wash your hands, all that fun stuff, and we will see you real soon. <laughs>